Welcome to Xbox, Voice of the Xbox Community. You are listening to episode 44. My name is Dustin, and I'll be your host this week. I'm joined by an awesome panel, as always. What's going on, Jason? Welcome to the show. This is a show now? It's a show. A show with, like, news articles, because Variety last week show. sucked. Major ass, because we had, like, three articles all week long, and two were just, hey, this game is being delayed. Now we got news to talk about. But let's talk about who's on the show real quick. We got Eric. What's going on, Eric? Hey, what's up? What's up, homie? And that's the most you're going to hear from Eric all show. Michael, <laughs> what's going on? I got some good news. I got some bad news. All right, news, homie. I can afford an Xbox One now. Bad news? I don't know when I'm going to afford it. Add special effects here, like sound effects. I want to have, like, fireworks going off. For four twenty nine or something somewhere. Yeah, yeah, with the connect. Yeah, 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 you can get a at Fry's. I don't know if there's a Fry's near you, Michael. Ball. You can get a Titanfall yeah, Connect off four twenty nine ninety nine. Do it. That way we can play tonight. Just drive to Fry's. Don't even do the podcast. Just go. Leave. Go. There's a Fry's <laughs> nowhere near me. Yeah, I know. Well, if you want to <laughs> drive like three hours up to Hampton Roads. Up here in Virginia, we do have a fries. Got but I think too. Amazon has a deal going on, too, or they'll price match or something like that. That's what I would like push to try to do. Go into Best Buy and say, I want a price match for the store that's three hours away. Hell yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know. They don't need to know. And, yeah. as always, we have the one and only Vern. What's going on, Vern? Throat's golden as ever. All right. And that's the least amount you're going to hear from Vern all show. I don't talk. <laughs> like, every time you open your mouth, does it, like, sign through in your house and stuff? It pays the bills. Lights up the entire home. Don't even have to pay for electricity. <laughs> Speaking of which, power uses. What? That is a terrible transition, sir. But better yes. than what I would have done. The PS4, Xbox One are energy hogs. And Eric is gone from the show. <laughs> See, look at that. We're You're not right. even like two minutes into the episode. Eric drops out. I don't know we what's going on, people. Electricity. He got I milk. apologize. Oh, here he is. Oh, Eric, Eric, did you pay the bill? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best podcast ever. This is going to be a great podcast, people. Now, the PS4 and Xbox One are energy hogs. And as Eric just learned, when you have them in standby mode, they still, well, the Xbox One still use 15 watts of continuous power, while like a normal PC in standby mode only uses 2 watts. So if you're worried about that electric bill, Daddy, you might want to turn these things off all the way. But uh, overall, I think, of course, like every generation, you're going to see more and more power being used. But it's, it's just kind of how it is. Okay, man, because. All you do is you play your Xbox. It's an all-in-one device, man. That's right. So you don't have to worry about that PS4 or 360 or PS3 or whatever because you don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Sold all that shit for crack. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, this is kind of how it is every generation. These consoles use more and more power as they go along. Uh, the only thing that really catches nowadays is the fact that there are standby modes on the PS4 and the Xbox One, and they do use power when they're in standby mode. Now, the Xbox One uses a little bit more because it has the Kinect listening, if you still get the Kinect Which, version. by the way, 
It's pretty, standby mode is kind of useless right now because there still isn't automatic updating. Yeah. But it does start faster, which is nice. But other than booting up faster than it normally would, like if it was completely Look, off. I just want to be able to hear the boot it when it I just say Xbox when it's completely off, too. You just got to wait a minute for it to boot up. <laughs> Look, like, man, I know, that sound. I'm hoping they do get um, automatic updating while on standby out at some point soon. Be nice. All right. This was a nice little transition story, I guess, but let's talk about what people really want to hear us talk about. Did y'all hear the news earlier in the week? That, uh... What news? Which news? Oh my god, there was so much news this week. The Kinect is not going to be sold with the Xbox One anymore. Well, oh, yeah. not. Oh, yeah. they're, they're introducing a skew. What are we, IGN? Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I gotta go for hits. <laughs> Please click the link at the... <laughs> More power. Power! So they're introducing a skewless version, or a connectless version, of the Xbox One for $3.99. It's going to go on sale at during E3 on June 9th. Uh, and they're kind of taking a big back step from... The Kinect is part of the Xbox One. It is not a separate device and now i guess it is so if the connect really bothered you and you want to get that cheaper price june 9th is going to be the date they also announced that they will sell the connect itself separately later on but they don't have a date on that yet and it's gonna be more than 100 bucks too yes because they're gonna want they want you to buy that 499 model they don't want you to buy the 399 model how do y'all feel they do a bundle or something they're probably doing that to probably move the what inventory they have of the 499 model honestly Vern did you just say you want them to do a bundle of for the connect the connect like people... Xbox no, One no 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 you're no, no. About, I mean... you're talking about connect with a game or something yeah yeah like Be more specific five bundle yeah what you mean what they should have done would make connect sports rivals free um, yeah, actually, no, I don't agree. I, I think the Connect Sports that. Rival should have been five mini games that they sold in the store. They already had an awesome platform that they set out. They released when they released the demo, where you could go into this app and it showed you almost, you know, it was almost like an app store of its own where you could pick the games you wanted to play. But then they decided to release a full retail product for it. It was really weird how they did the Connect Sports Rival stuff, especially with the. Uh, the demo. Do you guys think there were any other Kinect games in development? Because like, D Four's like... in development. Um... No, but it seems like for bundling in something that expensive, you would have expected them to actually release some first-party games that took advantage of it in a. In a well, way. I am saying for E3, we're going to see a Dark Souls Connect only version, and get ready. I'm talking like about the original in... Rise. Back when it was a oh, Kinect game. Yeah, but yeah. it got moved over. Well, just, that's, that's what happens when you change a game completely. It just feels half-assed, you know, like their support of Kinect. I mean, like other than, you know, using it for the UI and stuff like that, which yeah, actually works really nice. Games? Or... Game support, yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's almost like they didn't even try. Like they knew the writing was on the wall. Well, and, then was... once, and then once Matrick and Mark Witten were gone, then they could make the changes, you know? 
It was either this is a blue pill or red pill situation. They could have redone what they did with the 360 and completely focused on pushing the Connect and Connect games, or they could make it an option for developers, which they did. And developers decided they would rather have the extra reservation well, rather than. Part of it was the Connect. Nah. Yes, was, uh... I don't believe that. Yes, the Connect first was... part. Every first party said they had the option to use it. They were not forced to use it ever. Well, now, another part, I'm not, I know I don't have the show notes, guys, but the Xbox One on MPD sold 115,000 units, came in second place. Uh, I think the PS4 was at 199, somewhere around there. We uh, don't have any numbers. We don't have yeah, any numbers. Like, exactly, I can't tell you, but it's like around 199. So, there's a bunch I mean, of there's sources a, that have come forward yeah. and said it's anywhere like, from 1.7 to 1.8 times the Xbox yeah. One amount. So, um, which, by the thinking way, around is... 199. Now and now that good. they've dropped the well, Multiple they didn't drop sources. it. I keep saying I'm keep doing an idea. Now that they're adding a SKU without the Connect, even analysts are saying nowadays that the Xbox One should overtake the PS4 in North America. Uh, by I don't know if they released the actual date when they think that'll happen, but just because how well the 360 did in North America, because right now the 360 is probably two to one overall over the PS3 in North America alone. Yeah. I think uh, E3 will be telling, you know? Yeah. That, that'll that get people excited one way or the other, you know? It's all going to be about exclusives at E3, I really think. I think that's what they're going to push really hard. But, like, back to Connect. I mean, I think the original Connect was so successful because, first off, everyone already had their Xbox Ones. It was it was a peripheral, or and usually those don't sell well, but the price was right, you know? And even with it bundled, it was priced in a way that a family could go ahead and buy it and play it. And I mean, yeah. these people bought this thing, what, in like 2000, when did it come out? 2010 or 11? Nine? Yeah. I, I think nine. Maybe no. it was probably 10. It was, yeah, yeah. It was 10. So three years later, they're going to spend $500 for an upgrade, you know, to get the new Kinect on Xbox One that doesn't even have games that really support it. What are you talking well. about? It didn't even have a pack-in game. It had nothing. Like, yeah. At least so, with the original Connect, you had that right. one bullshit game where you jumped a lot, Which and you were like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Connect Sports Rivals should have been free and with it. Well, well it was. I honestly, think it was supposed to launch right on on November. Had no, but it shouldn't have been a sixty-dollar product. It probably well, shouldn't have been released until later on in the console's life i know like they wanted to build everything around it you know to make this all in one home entertainment system but it, it just it kind of priced it out of that casual market which it appealed to in the first place well the problem is they were expecting developers to jump on the bandwagon and go you know this is a cool device i'll do something with it the problem is is most developers didn't even first-party developers. It doesn't seem like anyone could even find cool things to do with it. I mean, maybe some of the idea at Xbox developers will eventually get around to that, you know? Yeah, I mean, we saw, yeah, we saw one cool, uh, I know we talked about it before, I think it was at GDC, where the guy was using it as, like, your body was a like a cutting thing to show two different worlds, and you yeah. were doing levels with it. And it, it was like, yeah. okay, that's really cool. I mean, that, it's different. But I think, it's just upsetting. Well, the best yeah. thing about Connect is the stuff it does that you don't think about, like it auto, like it auto loading your, like when you play Killer Instinct and it sees you're playing, so it knows what you want, like what button combinations. That's something that goes on in the background. You're not thinking about that. 
yeah, but it's I also like that stuff. It, it's hard to convince people. And by the way, that is gaming related. This is not UI or something. This is part of the game. But that it's something that it's it's hard to convince someone to pay a hundred dollars for something you're not gonna like. You're not actively really noticing. Notice. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it'd be like if me and I, Vern, don't you play with inverted controls? Oh yeah. See, it would be like me and you playing a game together, and you handed me the controller, and then it's saying, you know what, fuck inverted controls, because Dustin has the controller, and instantly switching for me, without me having to select profile, and pick my stuff, and go into option, it just does it, because it knows who you are, and that's where connect kind of, that's where all the facial recognition and everything really takes off, it's really cool, but... Connect will sign when it gets to the point where they can add it to the console without much of a consequence price-wise. It's just we're not at that point yet. So basically saying that I have a $100 brick in my living room. No, you have a no. $100 device that works It'll really well. It's just the problem is from face value when you're not you know getting... What? The problem... Look, we live in a society where everyone cares about what they get immediately. They don't care about what's going on in the background. They don't care about what they'll get over time. They want something now when they pay for something. So when you convince someone to buy a $100 device that does stuff over time or in the background, they're not gonna they're not gonna see the reasoning behind buying it. Like the fact that the Connect actually watches when you set down your controller and puts it into standby mode on That's a huge one by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so what's gonna awesome. happen for people who don't have Connect in that case? It's well just not I bet that standby. bitch is just gonna stand there. Just if, let the battery run. tested that out without Connect? I don't know. We'd have to see, but that was one Mic- of their big things you know back then. What Connect? Microsoft should have did though was just support. If they if they couldn't get the games out there, they could have at least said, you know what, we're not going to remove it yet. We're just going to try to like like see if we could push more features for Connect. But they were like, uh, nah. it's too late. No, but Let's they already have up. the features. Let's I mean, about it. well, most you of know. us thought they would just go ahead and drop the price with Connect bundled. So yeah. what what made them? Just drop it completely. Well, there's I mean, a well. I think what it was is when Microsoft looked at it, they said, "Okay, we have two options. We can either have the Connect in it and drop the price, and we're still going to have all the bad stigma about the Connect and all the controversy, or we can just take the Connect out, pretend like we're like really listening, and then actually drop the price of the units that we're going to actually ship and make a profit still." Do you think it was a money thing, though? More? Oh, than definitely. A, I think it was yeah, a money I, thing I and an a... image. I don't think it was image as much as probably money, but that makes I, you wonder: Did they not want to spend that money to promote it, or did they I just think not Jason believe said in it? it? I think Jason said on the podcast last week. At the end of the day, they were making a they were making money on an Xbox One when they sold one. They don't want to go to the point where they're losing money a per company Xbox will One. Will never allow a device go. They will never allow a device go from making a profit on a unit to not making a profit on a unit. Just to push sales, they're not. Yeah, gonna, not you yourself probably work. thought they would drop that. They would never drop Connect. I remember that. Yeah, I no like in my so mind, you... I I honestly don't want them to do it, but I can see why they did it. Like the fact that. Look, I as far as I'm concerned, the response that the community gave after Microsoft announced it basically justified the reasoning behind the whole oh, thing. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Like that that the, if you go back and just look at all the forums and everything from that day, everything justifies why they did it. It's fucking it's stupid. It's like I the just, amount of comments going like it it's a piece of shit. It doesn't work. It's just an NSA box. I wasn't going to buy one without it and all this it's just the amount of drivel and fucking bullshit think, that's been poured on it it's just, do you think we'll get continued ui development 
with oh definitely mind, yeah. or do you think that'll start to fade off a little and it'll stay where it is rather than get better I no, I, I think you'll see better before, stuff though. coming in the future. I don't think you're going to see, like, okay, so there's a one feature that you can do on Connect right now that you cannot do without a Connect, and that's Xbox Record That. Can't do that without a Connect. The only thing you that's can wrong. do is to go to Game DVR, take the last five minutes, figure out what you want to record, cut it up. Oh, yeah. You can't just say, Xbox Record That. And it, it just doesn't work as well. well. what if... But what if, according to, you know, like recently we know now, like Phil Spencer was talking about options and allowing people with headsets, you know, use voice. What if that changes it? Maybe they'll just use the headset and say Xbox. Right now, that's all fantasy land. I can't tell people that, hey, you know what, Eric? Maybe there's a chance that they might develop a way for you to use your headset to say Xbox record that. No, 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 no. Actually, Phil Spencer was answering a question. The difference between the headset and Connect is that the headset can't separate multiple people's audio. And it also can't process the audio. Exactly. So that means that, yes, you could do it if it's an isolated instance, but if you're playing with other people, if you're having local people over for a tournament or something, that's where the Ah, Connect is better. Yes, I see what you're talking about. You're right. The Connect connect is made for multiple people. It's not as good. It's not terrible, but it's not as amazing if you aren't with a squad of people. Just saying. So you can get it done. Wait a second, guys. Wait a second. We might have a special guest. Might might have came in. I gotta I gotta see. One sec. This is gonna like mid podcast. I'm sorry, guys. Tim Dog, are you there, Tim Dog? This isn't mid podcast. Well, <laughs> beginning of the podcast. It's like mid first quarter. All right, Tim Dog did enter our room. We're gonna see if he uh, starts speaking up. Maybe. Tim have... Doggy. Tim Dog. Oh my god. Yes, it's great. We always love having special guests. Come on, doggy. Hey, leave Tim Dog alone. I'll kick you out, Jason. Someone give him a treat. I got permissions now. Really? <laughs> Look, now we got two dogs in the slobber. Oh. But, but, also, dog, but hey. also, like... like Apparently we're like, homies. Why not? <laughs> like, a lot of people won't be able to say, like, Xbox, show my stuff either. You know, like, because they won't have a connect. It won't do anything. Well, the the com- the idea of it being able to recognize and change between profiles will be completely gone. Yeah, that's that, why that's why yeah. the UI is going to have to be changed. It's, it's kind of ridiculous, and every time I think of it, bad, I'm like, it's just retarded. Well, as far as like when it comes to Microsoft making this decision, all I can think about is the amount of games that just didn't use Connect. Like I know KI use Connect. A lot of the a lot of the launch titles actually use Connect, but since then, not many games have actually taken advantage of it. You think E3 will see well, just look at it this way? Games. Not many games have Four, taken advantage Connect. of Rumble, the trigger rumbles. Oh, you're right. I but I about think that. Yeah. you know what I think's at fault for most of that though is that a lot of these games have been in development for a while and just haven't had the time to actually put in that kind of stuff. Oh, Vern had to go AFK, guys. Oh no, I uh I asked Vern to check on Tim Dog to see if All he's right. here that way. And he's back. And Where Vern's back. <laughs> but uh Yeah. Oh, I just got a message from Sean, our other guest. Uh he's sick, bro. Sick. <laughs> too much Dota. It makes you Dota. Sick. Dota. Dota. But anyway, let's talk about Connect. 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 
Connect, well, you're not dead. Well, what I'm saying is, you're that definitely that, not going to get the support that you w- might have gotten. Yeah, that's but I think you're going to get the support that you were probably going to get anyway. But you can go ahead and ignore all those articles that say Connect's dead. It's like no, no, there's no. It's well, not it's really. not dead, but it's on life support bearing. Right? <laughs> oh, it's not on life <laughs> support. Actually, you're right. It's not on life support. It's hanging from a cliff. You're right. It's... Like everyone I see that calls <laughs> everyone, I. I it's just when you see people it's it's a gimmick yeah gimmicks aren't something you use every day dude <laughs> it's not yeah, the definition of a gimmick things, yeah. i mean yeah. it's, like, it's like the gimmick that got me to get got me to use steam as the steam sales you oh, know yeah. yeah like at this point can anybody in this room and michael you can't have an opinion because you still haven't bought that xbox one leave now and go to fries <laughs> uh would wow. you recommend an xbox one without a connect like I mean, it, well, it, with that, if money wasn't an option, if money wasn't a thing where the $100 isn't a make or buy, like a make, make it or break, break it, yeah. w- would you recommend the Connect or not? I would recommend it. But with yeah, that said, with that said, knowing that Microsoft's now thinking different, they're thinking about redesigning the UI, we know that E3 is loaded with, let's say, quote unquote, hardcore games. Um, Quote, you know what quote. I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't. I, I can't really. It's like it's gonna be that thing. Like after E3, it, I'm telling you, you're gonna see like a whole bunch of games, and Microsoft's gonna talk about the UI, all the new 399 bundle a lot. How are you gonna say? I mean, the console. How are you gonna tell people like, oh, you can get Connect now? You know, it probably won't even. So no, it's like a yes and a no. Yes, I'd say yes. I, yes, if you want frank, that, but if you want... I, Michael, game, I want yeah. you to have the last word before okay, anybody okay. else, because you're going to get... the last word. Yeah, because you're you're literally the person that gets to decide this, because we already all have Connect. Uh, Vern, how do you feel? I'd say yes, it's worth getting without Connect. Just from seeing my wife's experience with the Connect, she gets frustrated with it and just doesn't like it. Um I know you guys don't necessarily want to hear that. I enjoy using it, but I'm willing to learn all the commands for it. Um, the way the connect is, if you don't say the right command, it obviously won't work correctly. So you do mm-hmm. have to put some some a bit of learning into it, and it isn't quite natural for most people. Um, for the people on this podcast, it's a little different. We're willing to try out new technology and learn how to use it. And then once that happens, it's second nature but that's not the case for a lot of people especially but casual users here, here's my question like my wife and she didn't like, like it so when they add the, yeah. the the when they add the mode where it's going to let you go directly to tv now which hopefully comes in the next update where it's just straight to tv do you think it would be better with that with the xbox for your wife and that way like all her tv guide stuff's her stuff instantly and all the kind of user experience is tailored around her no. Uh, or do you think that doesn't make any difference? No, she just hates it and doesn't want to use it. Okay. I mean, and I've heard that from a lot of people who have used the device. And I'm not saying it's a bad device. I like using it. But it's split, you know, on, yeah. on most people. So for those people, it's definitely worth it to save the $100. And they probably yeah, won't miss anything true. to that. For them, they won't be missing it. So. No, but oh, well, we well, I, understand I would say mean. it's more like they don't know what they're missing, but yeah. Yeah, but look, you got, e, like I said, you got E3 here coming. It's going to be all about games. Like, look at what Phil Spencer's doing. He's literally setting the stage up where 
all you're going to talk about is freaking games. That's awesome. They are getting right? a bunch of new stuff. So, out. what is it? The, they're not going to talk about Connect. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt I bet that. there will be Connect games there. I highly doubt it. I bet there, there will be. I doubt it. You're going to see games with Connect game, features. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll see Fantasia. Probably. We'll see Fantasia, but you know what I mean. I can see like. But maybe not. Of... We didn't see Fantasia at E3 last year, and yeah. it was at, like at the actual show. Yeah, it that's what I'm showing. saying. It'll they be weren't probably, showing it off. Yeah, it'll be at yeah. the. At the so they were only maybe, showing it to press. Maybe the actual Connect games won't be in the conference. Maybe they'll be at like the pre-show or at the at the convention and not. The yeah, conference. I think that's what would be. But I that's think what at I mean. this like, point they have to be, show commitment yeah. to the Connect if they to make people know, hey, we know we're adding a SKU, but that doesn't have the Connect, but we're still we still believe in the vision that we originally had with the Connect. Uh, I think they have to show that they they can't just say because it, all it does is they don't say anything. It leads credence into what Eric is saying, where it's just hey, they're abandoning it, abandoning it. They need to actually say, hey, I know we got we got the skew without it, but we're still going to support it. You're still going to see updates for it. You're going to still see us push innovation for it. I think they have to show that message. You think at E3, the show that's called Game On. That they're gonna go. I think you're gonna see Fallout 4 with Connect support. I think you're gonna see RPGs grab Connect support like a motherfucker. I think they're gonna distance themselves from even if it's simple as like show my inventory in Fallout and it instantly pops up your inventory. Or they're gonna distance themselves from Connect. It's gonna be just like it always has been. It's gonna be background stuff in the games that work for you. I meant distance as far as like during the actual conference commands type of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, yeah, that's that's, what I'm saying. There's a difference between distancing from games and distancing from like openly displaying Connect on the. Which, by the and way, the, shouldn't, that shouldn't have to be a problem. But with because modern, at the end of the day, they got to show off why you're going to buy a five hundred dollar version of Xbox One over the four hundred dollar version. Well, you got to. It's like a car dealership. Just because they're trying to sell you the V eight model doesn't mean they won't try to sell you the V six model too. I mean, they can't fucking not. They can't tell you one's a piece of shit. But they're Ford, trying to you, sell you, all of them. But Ford, you got to think about this. I mean, it's on there. Doesn't the the three ninety nine um, Xbox come out? On the same day as E3? Yeah. I yes. mean, how are they going to go to E3 and talk about, talk up the Connect version? With the because they're still selling a 499 version. They're not I getting know, rid of it. I just don't think it would really, I don't even see how that would work. I could be wrong. I don't think it would be a good idea. Will, but but, I don't it it should much. also be mentioned they're having a 30-minute pre-show, too, where they could talk That's about anything related to time that. doing that Which, stuff. Yeah. I don't know why you guys keep talking about the main show when it's a three-day show where they could talk well, about it at any point. Well, the pre-show last time, we did find out about, what was it? Um, their pre-show is going to be Xbox Connect 360 Rivals, stuff. Yeah, they showed Connect Sports Rivals at the pre-show. So well, they announced it at the pre-show. Stuff. Yeah, but but I don't think they're gonna going into the show. They're gonna talk about connect. Why why would they do well, that? on the main sense. show? No, no, I mean like the connect not. like the connect bundle. Why would they talk about the Xbox with connect? No, they're not. I said this. No, I'm with. saying in games, not like well, literally. Buy the connect Xbox One. Like I don't expect them to go out and say that. I expect them to say, "Look at this game with fucking connect features. Ain't it cool?" Like a lot of the fake leaks on Gaff that kept getting posted to Gaff, which by the way were a little hilarious, and we got about three a day, and it was fucking stupid. But um, like all of them, almost all of them mentioned there's going to be a new SKU there, and it's like it doesn't make sense. They're not going to announce a special edition SKU at a fucking E3 event. They never do that. 
they announced new consoles weird. and stuff, but not not oh look Titanfall edition. That's they don't announce that. All right, all right, guys, for the, let's close this part of the discussion up with Michael. Michael, how do you feel? Oh, I think a lot, I think a lot of you guys said it. Um, but I, I, th- I should probably reiterate it that people were not going to buy an Xbox One that had Connect in it. Period. There were some people that would not ever buy it. Right. Like, peer, like, no question. They, they would never buy it because they don't want to borrow or learn how to use it. They don't want to try to use it. They're just going to throw it away. Which, it's their choice to make. And the fact that they have a choice, that's good. And I, I think that having the Kinect available from the very beginning of the console generation means the people who want to use it have that option available to them. Which is also good. Choice is important these days. Now, as somebody who's seen operation of the Xbox One pretty much entirely without a Connect. Yes, it's possible to use the current UI. It just seems like it'd be faster with a Connect. Um, and I'd imagine that they'd make some improvements that if you don't have one, it's going to be a bit smoother. I'd imagine they'd do that. Almost like they sort of designed the UI to make you want to use a Connect, but that's, you know, conspiracy theorist talk. Now, as somebody who doesn't have one yet, Personally, I'm waiting until I see a bundle that I like before I purchase an Xbox because I have enough to get one 599 right now, but I want to wait until I find a bundle that I, that's suiting me because that's going to be pretty drained on cash when I do buy it. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure I get lots of bang for my buck. Dude, and I don't blame you on that. Yeah. Are you going to get the Forza or Titanfall one if you would? If I could get a 450 Titanfall bundle, I'd do it right now, but I can't find one anywhere. So. Not even on Craigslist. What about used? Yeah, oh God, no. Craigslist. Ugh, I don't. Well, what if you do used like through Gaff or something? I mean, those people are pretty hardcore about the buy sell thread. I've had a lot of good experiences with. Well, I don't have a NeoGaf account, so it's kind of hard for me to do that. You know, it's kind of difficult to do that when you don't have an account on the website. Um, but that being said. I, I think it's actually kind of smart for them to have that 399 connectless SKU available the day of E3 because basically what happens is Microsoft press conference wraps up about about 11 about 10 that's right when Best Buy opens so you see right. something you see games that are coming that are out now on Xbox One you see games that are going to be coming very soon like Sunset Overdrive you see games that are going to be a little bit later on in the year or you know 2015. And you're like, okay, I want all those games. You go buy it right then and there, and boom, they got you. And that's right when Best Buy opens. It's right when Target opens. You know, stuff like that sort of stuff. So that's actually kind of smart from them. Um, and again, it's really you know clicking on the folks who are saying I'm never going to get an Xbox One that has Connect in it. So it, they're loss, in my opinion. But I haven't yeah, used exactly. it, so that's a very cautious their loss, in my opinion, from from my 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 standpoint well the problem is just you have people that are either they're not going to use it because of ignorance they're not going to use it because they just they've had bad experiences with the original connect or they're not going to use it because they are paranoid and nsa nuts or they just don't want to spend the amount of money on it and that's always a justifiable reason all right well let's go to the Next bit of news about free games. Games Gold. They're changing it up. Uh, it's going into more of a subscription service instead of a buy and keep. So it's essentially becoming PlayStation Plus 
S, like it's going to be pretty much the same exact system, where as long as you have an Xbox Live subscription and you've down like picked it up, put it in your download queue for that month, you can play it as long as you want. But uh, if you decide to just say screw it and like kind of don't pick it up that month, you don't get it and it's your loss. Uh, you don't get if you turn off your subscription, you don't get to keep the games. But at the same time. This model allows a lot more recent games to come to the platform instead of saying, hey, do you want to play Saints, well, like Saints Row 1 from like 5, 10 years ago. It was Saints Row 3 this month. Well, I know it was Saints Row 3 this month, but that's not too old. I'm trying to reference like the really old games that they show off. Crackdown. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) The first Gears of War. Which... Both are awesome games, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, complain. yeah, I mean, I understand why a lot of people were like, hey, I was able to play Tomb Raider on, I think it was on, they gave it away on PS3, like, fucking a, a year after it launched, and that's fucking awesome. And yeah, I think that's... PS3 are always getting good games. Yeah. So, I think they're going to go the same, they're, they are pretty much aiming themselves to go the same route. Uh, this June, the Xbox 360 is getting Dark Souls... Charlie Murder and a bonus game of Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. That's big. That, that's really big. Yeah, that's pretty good. Before we go into Xbox One games, that's really important because Ultra Super Street Fighter 4 is coming out very soon, which is the, the last iteration of Street Fighter 4. Um, which is actually very smart in a lot of ways because, you know, if, if you get that Street Fighter itch and then it's like, okay, well, I want the, I want the newest iteration, which includes Arcade Edition and all the other versions released, then you can go get Ultra, and then Dark Souls is a very popular game. Dark Souls two, Dark Souls two came out recently, so it's you know you get that for free, then buy Dark Souls two. And Charlie Murder is one of the best uh, games, um, some of our kid games I've released from what I've heard. So, and it's pretty it's recent. I mean, it's only yeah. what year old now? Yep, year so, old. Not bad. All right, the program on Xbox One will launch with Max: The Curse of the Brotherhood. Awesome game. Uh, if you haven't played it yet, it's really good. You haven't played it uh, yet? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait a couple Don't days. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> and Halo Spartan Assault, uh, which is okay. It's not great. It's not bad. It's definitely designed for mobile, a mobile experience, but it does hold up. It's a pretty decent game. And if you want a Halo Twin Stick shooter, it's going to kind of fill that void, but there's I don't know. We've talked about the game on the podcast before. It's all right. Like just, and now it's going to be free, so it'd probably be even better. Uh, so if you got a gold account, don't run out to buy those games right off the bat. I'm kind of I own both of the both of those games already, so I'm not super excited. I'm kind of waiting for the next month to hear like something crazy, like Zoo Tycoon might come to it or one of their then other we can exclusives. Have our all Zoo Tycoon podcast. We've been yes, hoping for. And, you know, hopefully they'll have, like, some bigger games other than these Curse of the Brotherhood and Halo Spartan Assault. Lococycle. I could see Lococycle and <laughs> <laughs> Zoo Tycoon both being, yeah. Uh, they're also announced exclusive discounts deals with gold. So they've always done, like, deals with gold. But what the... And we've seen it uh, in years past, even, I know a lot of people will go, oh, the PSN Plus always has deals where it's, you know, you'll get some time, you know, like 10% off, but if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you get 20% off. 
And you see that only like once or twice a year with Xbox Live, and it sounds like they're really going to start pushing that a lot more nowadays to get a lot more subscriptions that way. Uh, but they talked about Forza Motorsport 5 and Rise Son of Rome and a few other surprises in the coming months that will be significant savings of 50 to 75% off on certain titles. This program will be will continue to be available on Xbox Live Gold members on the Xbox 360 and the new and new on Xbox One. Uh, they also said they'll launch a virtual VIP room exclu- exclusive to Xbox Live Gold members, which is pretty much going to feature free games, monthly deals, and other great benefits. Uh, and the other huge news that everybody's been waiting for forever and ever and ever is that apps and media apps are all out of the Xbox Live paywall. So you do not need to have Xbox Live Gold to use Machinima, Twitch, upload popular videos like uh, popular video services like Netflix, Univision, GoPro. It doesn't matter. You can just use it without Xbox Live Gold now. And it's Only about time. With the paywall stuff, uh, free-to-play games and MMOs will still require Xbox Live Gold. Well, here's my question. On the Xbox 360, and I didn't uh-huh. ask uh, Microsoft. I should email them about this. If you have to pay for an MMO on the Xbox 360, you don't need gold to play it. It's part no, of the... only Final Fantasy. No, no, but that was always part of their thing. As long that's as... only Final Fantasy, though. Was it really only on Final... Yeah, I thought uh, Fantasy Star Online also offered the same exact thing. As long as you right. paid... That's the other one. That's the other one. And but there weren't many, been, there, there were only like two were, MMOs on the 360 right, anyway. And those so. were agreements with those companies that you yeah. wouldn't need gold, though. I think there weren't. That wasn't their policy. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, and then all the free-to-play games required Xbox Live Gold anyway. But yeah. from what Phil Spencer was saying, it it sounds like it's a little more complicated than just making that free right now because of existing contracts. So hopefully that's something they can get sorted out over the next year or so. You know, because it would it would be kind of shitty if like when Elder Scrolls Online comes out, someone on PS4 doesn't need PlayStation PS Plus, Plus. Yeah. but person on Xbox One needs gold. I mean, that's but to be Sony honest, clarified that the person playing it on PlayStation Four is most likely going to have a PlayStation Plus account anyway. Yeah, but it still sucks. That's to that's be, something to they gotta frank, figure out. If you don't have an opinion of ESO by the time it comes out on the consoles anyway, you're probably not going to bother playing it in the first place. It's still a change they need to make, though. Eh. I mean, uh, I mean, it really d- look. As it, much as uh, you want to say it still sucks, ninety—I bet ninety-five percent or more people that play ESO on consoles either have gold. I agree, but the no, other but the thing is, is, is Vern's right? Like, what? Okay, you—they have ninety-five percent have gold, so why hang the other five percent? Just let them fucking True. play. It's true. I mean, do why, why do it? It's bad PR. Go ahead. 95% have gold. Just let them through. Now, if you want to say, hey, party chat's still behind the fucking paywall, go for it. Tell those people, you know, you can only do private chat, which I don't think that's behind the paywall, but it's... Party you can force people the to... Paywall, right? It was on 360, I know for sure. I'm... It, I think it might still be for... But there is no private chat on Xbox One, so I don't... I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess we'll, I'm not sure about that, actually. I need to open chat. up a silver account yeah, well, <laughs> and try to chat well, with you, Vern. Uh, well, when, when did they make the apps free? That 
they're not that free already, yet. They're happened. coming on June 9th, I believe. It's, it's the same date? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to find out if Party Chat's locked because uh, it isn't on PS4. Yep. Yeah, All right. it, is. it is on Gold. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering if when they do all this switchover stuff, if that means. Oh party yeah, chat. they have a they have the picture. It shows it on uh, delivering more choices and in, in the article. Oh, so it says party chat still requires gold. Yeah, and for 360 as well. That's a bummer. How they get you? 32. That's a bummer. All right, now Microsoft is also offering prorate refunds for Xbox Live Gold once the paywall comes down. Uh, so essentially, if you were paying for Xbox Live because you wanted to have the access to Netflix, and now that it's going free, they're going to refund your money. It takes 8 to 10 weeks to get your money back. But yeah. they'll give you, uh, they're going to prorate for all the unused remaining days you have left between now and your cancellation. I think this is pretty huge news because this is like one of their first pro-consumer things they've done that isn't in reaction to something Sony had already done first. And in re recently, I'm not talking about since, you know, Xbox has existed, but but this recently. doesn't sound like it's going to be a permanent thing. This sounds like just for the next couple months they're yeah. going to offer pro-rating yeah. and then they're going to take it away like but this isn't you... something people expected them to do or were yeah. even really asking for. This is just the gesture of goodwill. And that's that's really great to see coming from Microsoft, you know. That means the the you know the heads up the guys up top are making better decisions. So that makes me excited to see what they do in the future. Yeah, these requests must be made by August thirty first and require six to eight weeks to process. So if you really did buy Xbox Live Gold specifically just for uh, Netflix, you got the August thirty first to kind of. Get your money back so that you can just watch it without a gold account. The picture, well, um, the picture Eric was talking about only shows what's available to gold. Never doesn't show what's available to silver. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess we'll know more soon enough. Yeah, we'll find out soon enough. But yeah, there are people out there who just use it for media streaming. So, and a lot of them might be like kids' parents and stuff, you know, who don't even know any better. So yeah. they might not know about this change happening and they'll just keep subscribing the gold even though they really don't have to so all right uh the xbox one external storage port teased in a new image so microsoft popped up like this new picture it, it was posted on reddit and essentially all it is is a, on the bottom it says i'm gonna get the exact quote from the, the picture it loads up External drive. External drive is ready. It's just a little like achievement box looking thing. And it also showed the um, remaining hard disk space, and it was over 500 gigabytes remaining, or something like that. Yeah, like it's 29.4 percent used, 585.9 uh, gigabyte free. So, so probably a two terabyte plug-in. Yeah, hopefully. Get me a three terabyte. Four terabyte burn four. <laughs> so about 16 terabytes, bitch. Get on my level. Well, bitch, they don't have a 16 in like the way. It's a joke. I don't know. 128 terabytes. I want to try raiding stuff. What do you think, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Setting up raids for Xbox Ones. Oh wow. All right, I know it's geeky, but who cares? Now, what I want to know is, don't they make external SSDs? 
They do, but they're not. They're too expensive to make it worthwhile. It wouldn't make a difference over 3.0. That's what I'm wondering. Does it at all? No, I mean USB 3.0 is fast enough. No, USB 3.0 is fast enough to do it. Fast enough to do it. Yeah. Not to the point where I think it's going to be noticeable. I mean, games will only run so fast, I and mean, they're not going to load. I, yeah, yeah, you could try, if, but it's. Or if you get a seventy-two hundred RPM external, do they they make those or the or or the hybrids? Like no, yeah. the hybrid is going to be the way to go if you're going to do, do it. A, do they make a hybrid external though? Yeah. No, you could put a hybrid in an external case and hook it up. You don't have to do anything. All an external yeah. is is a normal drive with a case right. around it. Yeah. But that would be nice for people who play the same game a lot, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're playing Titanfall all the time and you have a hybrid drive, it'll probably but load really fast. You, you always see, like, especially when the PS4 first launched, people were putting SSDs, but they were putting SSDs that were, like, half the size. They were putting, like, 250 gig yeah. SSDs in, and it was like, but why would you want to do that? Yeah. But apparently the two terabyte, like... Um, hybrid drives people are putting in are giving really good performance yeah. on the PS4. So if you can do something like that externally for Xbox One, that'd be really awesome. And I yep. might do that. I think that'd be the way to go. I really do. But yeah, the I just I wouldn't like I said, I wouldn't put an SSD in. I'd get a hybrid drive yeah. and like two terabyte. You should be yeah. really happy with that. And then Rise and Forza and Dead Rising won't take two hours to load well i wouldn't say two hours but <laughs> they feel I wonder long. what it's that's like, about though it takes like two three minutes to load like you're just well, sitting there like not so bad watch. because once you load it's done you know yeah and uh and rise is the same way unless you die and then but forza you know those load times get a little annoying so it'd be nice to get a little bit faster speed so i'm but pretty there's a lot of questions this. when it comes to this like can I make so everything's on the external or can I, or is it just going to be a raid where I can't see anything and I don't get to decide where the information goes? You think yeah. it's going to plug in like the USB sticks I, on the 360? Like, like from this picture, Michael like you don't have an option. Like it's just all, it's going to be a raid cool. and you're never going to see the separate drives. On Wii U, you can transfer from the, the onboard memory to a hard drive and back and in, in, in vice versa. So mm -hmm. if Wii U can do it, I'd imagine Microsoft I would hope. would do it. <laughs> hope is all we have. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, it's great to see external hard drive support coming to consoles, uh, especially since it's, like, everything you can see is it's going to be huge. Like, you're adding huge hard drives to it. Uh, and at the end of the day, that's what people wanted. Like, it's... I know it's really cool to go into your PS4 and switch it out, but I prefer external myself. But I mean, well, yeah, because you get the extra hard drive space. Yeah. Also, how much are they going to allocate? Like, is it going to be like you put a 500 and you're going to get 300 again, or if you put a terabyte, you get 500? No, no, they're going to do it. It'll knock what off whatever it knocks off already. Yeah. Is it going to be fine? Like, what is? I forgot on the 360. It's. I mean, I mean, on the Xbox One, it's like. How much is it like? Three hundred and something like that. Three hundred and eighty. Three twenty gig. That's the no. biggest they ever had. No, no. I mean, like when you first. That's what uh, the operating system takes up. That's not going to be what is yeah, taking up on the external. Because you got to remember, the Xbox One also has its own flash memory that has. I think it was eight gigs of flash memory that houses the OS. 
Oh, okay. Like you don't have the, that's not so actually on the, the Xbox full, One's like, hard drive. What is it? Nine hundred and thirty uh, megabytes, I guess. On I would uh, believe so. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you probably will. Like I don't, th- and even if it took up, let's say, fifty gigs, if you're putting in like a two to four terabyte, <laughs> it's really not going to make that much of a fucking difference. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, it's I'm happy to see that it's coming along. Hopefully, since they're kind of releasing images of it, that means we're going to see it in next month's update. Uh, I know we don't have it in the show notes, but they did start uh, throwing out this month's update to everybody. The May update is officially released. It's out right now. If you have yeah, it, if you have an Xbox One, it's popping out. Uh, hopefully, we see this in the June update. And the Connect uh, voice rack improvements opt-in, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a ton of options, but it's it's nice to see that they're popping these updates out, and we're going to see external hard drive support real soon. Hopefully we'll see it before E3, fingers crossed. And for me, I know we weren't really talking about this, but I would love to see music playing in the background, Microsoft. Love to see it. That Xbox Music Pass would love to be used for more. It'll happen eventually. I know it will. I'm just... I'm wishing for next month. I know. Next I, month. I, I guess this is just how my my gaming setup is set up, but if I want to play music, I just pop it up on my laptop. I mean, but I guess it's just how my, my setup is set up. So. I understand, but I like having, you know, I got... Burn's in the same boat I am. I have a really nice speaker system, and I mm-hmm. would like to be able to use Xbox music while I'm playing in a game at the same time in the background, like I did with my Xbox 360. Well, it wasn't Xbox music, but... It was my collection of music. And talk about a collection of studios and music and all kinds of crazy stuff. Did y'all see that there's 10 Ubisoft studios developing Assassin's Creed Unity? That's yeah, bonkers. That's just ridiculous. 10 different studios that's how you know are developing <laughs> Assassin's Sorry. Creed Unity. It's either going to be a I'm really not going to go through the list of studios. Or it's going to be shit. That's what Ubisoft operates 26 studios across the world and employs more than 8,000 people. I know, like, I know like 12 of them. So. Well, 8,000 developers, I should say. They probably yeah. have more people. They got like, oh, yeah. everybody else. I know most of those people. Um, I, I would assume that, by the way that 4 was received, Assassin's Creed 4, I should say, that they've gotten this system where they have loads of studios working on a game more in line. Because... One of the big issues with 3 was that because they had four or five studios working on it, that was it, that's why it felt so inconsistent and sort of really broken up. It's because they didn't really have it coordinated. But if you look at, you know, Ubisoft's like sort of like the, the three games that are really scaring you in the horizon, it's Assassin's Creed Unity, The Division, and Watch well, Dogs. Far, Far Cry 4. Well, Watch Dogs, yeah, but eh, it's Watch Dogs. We'll talk about Far Cry 4 later. But um, Ubisoft Studio that's near me is working on both The Division and Far Cry 4. So it, it'll it'll be interesting to see if this turns out good. But Well, tense... it's not just that. Like it, it's, a miscon- it's a misconception because uh, the Xbox One and PS4's version of this game are not going to be the same as the 360 PS3. Because there is no 360 PS3 version. It's a completely different game. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, 10 studios. Jesus Christ. Bad. 
I mean, you know, it might just be a studio of 45 people, but still, it's it's bonkers think, to consider. You don't think any of those 10... But I, I guarantee you some of those 10 studios are working on the 360 PS3 version of... Oh, absolutely. It's not going to be a... They might call it Assassin, Assassin's Creed Unity and a half, or like half a Unity, or... And like, could it just mean, <laughs> oh, this one studio that's working on it just makes a few assets per month? Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Can tell they mean that. So, but yeah, I, I so, think I think it's an entirely different Assassin's Creed game, not just a different version, but a completely different game as a whole. Yeah, isn't that's, that's, that's what Heresy is. Isn't Ubisoft notorious for having developers working on multiple projects at the same yep. time? Yep. Yeah. Um, so. Like I said, the um, the Ubisoft guys near me are working on both the Division and Far Cry Four, and while they were working on Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, they're also working on Rocksmith. And these are the people who made Ghost Recon games for the longest time, so they're working on a Rocksmith game, which is teaching you to play guitar, And but they their history is military tactical first-person shooting. So, you know... Probably not boring to work there. Oh, no. I mean, the, the people I know <laughs> that I that, that work there, they look tired a lot, though. Yeah, I <laughs> so, bet. Yeah. I might be going in and doing some work on one of their NDA projects th- next week, so I don't know. Whatever... Belper was in charge of making the story for Pir- or, uh, Assassin's Creed with Pirates. They should never be allowed to do another game story for Ubisoft. Well, <laughs> the, what, the creative is it? Well, the lead director or whatever behind was it Assassin's Creed Three is now going to be he- is supposedly rumored to be like heading um, Far Cry Four, I think. So, yeah. No because people are worried about that. Fucking. <laughs> I don't know. You never really know. You don't know what are what other influences people had on the game, or that director directly had, or if yeah, exactly. If Ubisoft fucked with what he wanted to do, or you never exactly know what actually happened behind stuff. Miscommunication because... kills. Oh that, yeah, that, that was the big thing of what happened to Assassin's Creed Three was just. They couldn't coordinate everything. It seems and, like they learned from it with four. Yeah, they, they, I, I would I would undoubtedly agree that they have learned from it. But have they learned enough by now? I mean, clearly Watch Dogs has been hit by this pretty damn hard. Yeah. So we will see. Well, hopefully they learn not to do escort missions over. Well, <laughs> and Watch Dogs is a new IP too. I think that is maybe why they're having more trouble with that than Assassin's Creed. I, I wouldn't say it's as much that. I would just say that it's. They're trying a lot of very different things with it, yeah. And I think I, I think the big issue is when a studio really goes for cross generation development, that can do a lot because you you want to you really want to get really good on that spectrum of what's best on next gen consoles versus previous generation, and they need to consider the PC version of the game and all of the shit that goes in making a PC title, like yeah. a good PC version of a game because. You know, an independent developer, they just have to make you know a bunch of different texture resolutions and a couple different graphic qualities versus something like what people expect from Ubisoft, right. which is it's it's not ridiculous it's that they expect it. It's just that they that there's a lot to be expected, I should yeah. say. But One you know, the problems with it or with um, Watch Dogs is it completely missed the train on the new game engine that Division gets to use. Didn't it? It's using our old well, game and they use so many different engines at Ubisoft. Yeah, and it's like just, it I mean, turned have... into their Duke Nukem. Now there's just a game they're trying to push out. Well, 
Well, I mean, what that that one's using was it called like Snowdrop or something? The Division like of Snowdrop. Yeah, and then what is it? Assassin's Creed is using another one, right? Unity. Uh, what is it using? I don't even know, dude. It's fucking. And then Watch Dogs is using another different engine. You know, it's like, come on. I mean, you you look at Electronic Arts and they're all using one engine. You no, know? they're not. Right? Absolutely well, mostly. Not. Mostly, no. right? No. Their sports studios use a different engine. I thought they were all... Well, yeah, that's not going to be the same. Watch Dogs uses a game engine called Disrupt with Havoc Physics. Right. Everything uses Havoc one... Physics unless you're Valve. Yeah. Because they made their own physics engine. What they fucking do. It's like it gets used much. I, I never saw this before, but I've just found a video of Assassin's yeah, Creed Unity trailer remade with the Unreal Engine 4. <laughs> Got used in Titanfall, bro. Oh, cool there. Most I can't of, like, figure out what EA's engine they use. games are all using like Frostbite besides the sports stuff, right? Yeah, I think overall they're trying to... EA is trying to make it so it's as simple as possible. Right. Overall. I'm wondering if EA's also should... a smaller conglomerate. That's yeah, Creed Four That's... use the Anvil Next engine. Yeah, there you go. So three engines for three games that are open worldish type games. That came that around could... around the same. <laughs> that could probably be using the same engine. You know what I mean? And all these developers are in different locations working on all these games at once, so they're using three different engines at a time. Some studios probably. That is why I said notorious. <laughs> so that's yeah. terrible. Yeah, so it's... I mean, that's something you would hope they would change. At least with like, like EA is doing. Yeah, at least with like like turn ten and playground games. At least they use the same engine so they can work with right. each other and make them better and do more things. I mean, when you're using different engines, I mean, whatever you whatever tricks you figure out are completely useless to another guy using a different engine unless they're related in some way. I mean, like. I don't know much about actual development, but say, Michael, if you were working on a game and had to use three different engines at once on three games, would would that drive you nuts? I deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> He's As anybody money. being a future employer, Michael does not mind working on like fifteen engines at the same time. <laughs> Look, Michael. Michael is not going to paint himself in a corner. Michael ain't waiting for someone to listen to his podcast going, oh, this motherfucker don't want to fucking but work. your work would be more efficient if you were using the same engine for three different games, probably. Oh, yeah. Well, considering what I do isn't exactly... It's depending on, depending on the tools, not so much the engine itself. Right. I would just have to learn the different tool sets. Exactly. So it'd be, it'd be like learning how to use the Kinect versus how to use something else. So, I mean, but I'm used to the Unreal 3 map tools the most. Right. Right, like um, so if like, you could use that I, for I three different I, games, it'd be nice. Yeah, um, which I, in essence, I do. Whenever I choose to make a different game mode, it is in essence a different game. Um, right. But, it, I mean, in the in the end, it it comes down more in terms of level design. It comes down to the actual design of itself. It doesn't matter what you're using. It's just a matter of getting there. But in terms of like programming, you know, then then you're talking about very different stuff, and that that's not my domain yeah i think it's it's mostly like an like look at what they're doing with a division compared to what uh, i i guess we don't even really need to get into that i mean <laughs> is it well, you it's know silly. we could talk about about the division 
was well, being delayed no. to 2015. It's and no one yeah. was shocked. Yeah. yeah. It's silly because you see, it's like all these games using older game. I know the game engines need to catch up, and I know that a lot of these games were in development before these consoles were announced. But it'll be nice when they do finally catch up. I just hope the division doesn't do what Watch Dogs did, and just fall on its face in terms of hype. Because I, I actually want to play the division. Watch Dogs it looks I was like, awesome. Oh, oh, that seems really cool. I don't know if I'll be 100% into Watch Dogs, but the division, I'm like. That's right, my alley. RPG, squad, cooperative, a post-apocalypse, everything about that. I'm like, Got just the MMO hugest boner in the world, too. Dude. Yeah. Do you think it could be a problem of just announcing these games way too early? Should, okay, so we still have Far Cry 4. I've mentioned enough. So they announced oh. <laughs> Far Cry 4, which is coming out later this year on previous and next-gen consoles and PC. Sorry to steal your thunder there. But um, I think that that's perfect. That's the perfect time frame to announce a game. Great you know, timing. Yeah. Just around E3, and like just, just it's just barely over half a year later, it's out. Fucking perfect, right? I mean, um, good reveal and, uh, too. Just the yeah. image. Yep. Yeah. And, and Borderlands Two did something, or Borderlands, um, the pre sequels the same sort of way. It's, you know, very close to its release date, and you know, it's clearly something they've been working on for a while. So, hey, that's that's perfect in my eyes. Um, you know what was perfect? How uh, Ubisoft tried to, or no, was it uh, about Watch Dogs? The Resolution Gate issue coming up uh, same day as fucking Xbox One news. Trying to sweep that shit <laughs> under the rug. <laughs> Talk about perfect timing on next-gen systems. Game runs at 900p on the PS4 and 792p on the Xbox One, both at 30 frames per second. At times. At yeah, at times, at times. Okay, <laughs> they're, they're not locked or anything else. Who knows? I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, I think they delayed? said resolution is a number, <laughs> well, just like frame rate is a number. All the those funny. number are valid aspect the aspects to making game. He says, but you can make choices about the experience you want to deliver. In our case, dynamicism is everything. Ex- exploration and expression are everything, and you want to have. A steady frame rate, but you want to have a pretty much dynamic at the core of the experience. The same goes with the resolution. People tend to look at corridor shooters, for example, where the corridor and all the effects are on, and it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, and they forget that if you apply the same global effects to an open city with this, with people around, the potential car crashes, and the guys in multiplayer showing up without warning, the same effect is applied to a lot of dynamic elements that are happening in every frame. So it becomes a huge magnify it becomes a huge issue at the end of the day so what you're saying is if you get more time to develop the game it'll run better but you're not saying that (laughs) but you had time look i think it's funnier that they released this when microsoft was like we're gonna have connectless studio they're like get this fucking news out right now we need to like hopefully this like dies the problem with this entire thing is one the amount of people defending them that Oh, they didn't. Def- they didn't delay it for uh, to make it uh, run better. It wasn't an efficiency or performance content. issue. It was what are they claiming content? Yes, content. And apparently, and it's eight it different special editions, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, it didn't review very well, like in their internal reviews. Yeah, that's what Essentially, this was more of an issue on the PlayStation side than the Xbox One side. 
we knew it wasn't going to be running at full 1080p on the Xbox One. We're used to it, man. It's like the PS4. Well. <laughs> I mean, if y'all want to talk about the issue, it was Sony came out on their front page, and it was like 1080p, 60 frames per second. No, you know, fucking that's 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 PlayStation. And then they were like, let's take that shit down and not tell anybody. And then people, you know, it got brought up. I believe like, it was some like Sony Germany or some shit came out and were like, no, don't worry. Like it, it's 1080p, it's 60, but it sometimes dips at 60, but it's still fucking like great. And then they came out with this, going, no, it's not. It's not even 60. It's it's 30, and it's, it's only 900p. But yeah, it, it's just it was such a fucking clusterfuck of news and just slander and bullshit. It's bummer. I wanted this game to be good. Well, the, it's a, you know what's okay. I'll you know, this, frame rate's that, um, indicative of quality of game. Well, this is it's just from all it's, everything leading up to their launch is making it seem like it's a mess. You know? Oh, what I, mean? I have no doubt that the game's probably gonna be shit in the end. But, yeah. You know, frame rate shouldn't be indicative of quality of game. It's just quality one of more game thing. Indicative though. quality of game. I've, well, I think in Killer Instinct it is. I mean, it it depends on the game. Frame rate can definitely frame rate can be super important. The game. Absolutely, and four to five. Game, if it yeah. doesn't like run at a perfect did, like racing games need to be perfect frame rates, and and it doesn't. And I'm not saying sixty. I'm just saying they need to be. If you're gonna ra- make a for, uh, a racing game that's thirty frames per second, that bitch needs to be thirty frames per second continuously like without question. If it's sixty frames per second, it needs to be sixty frames per second continuously without question. So racing games, fighting games, and e- in all honesty, shooters should be the same way. Like I shouldn't have to worry about frame drops in shooters because yeah, it's such Titanfall. Yeah, it's. But I mean, I, I understand there's more leeway with shooters, but I, I agree with you though, Michael. Overall, frame rate shouldn't be like in an action adventure game. If the frame rate's not going everywhere and it's it's an overall steady frame rate, I agree. Like you don't have to be at a perfect sixty to to make a good game. I just want a locked frame rate. Yeah, that's that's all I care about. I'm the same way, Michael. I, why can't people just follow what Forza did? Make it locked. Lock that shit, bro. You know, instead of running this game at sixty, a game that doesn't even need to run at sixty, add more effects. Lock that shit to thirty. I like the uh, so the patches that they've given for um, Killzone and PS4. They've patched the games to allow you to actually lock the frame rate at 30, rather than mm-hmm. like an unlocked frame rate in the 40s. So yeah, I'd personally like to see more of that in the future for developers. It just looks better. I mean, look at look at well, yeah. well look at Bioshock did that like, right. Yeah, Bio- Bioshock added V-Sync to PS3, I believe. No, 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 on the original Xbox 360 version. Did it have? I, it I had, just it had an option to unlock frame rate. Okay. Oh, that is true. They did have a way to unlock it. I don't know. I, I'm with my. I just want to lock 30 frames per second. If your game can't do 60, can't do 60. Lock it at 30 and call it a day. I'd rather have a lock 30. We've talked about it on the podcast before. I'd rather have a lock 30 than something that jumps between 30 and 45 continuously. And a Tomb Raider 60. Oh. What's even more annoying about that is you got developers boasting and even like Sony and Microsoft boasting, and it's like, oh, this game runs at 60 at times, you know? And then people use it as a talking point. It's like, look, this game's better than that game because it runs at sixty. You don't 
you've never seen the game. You don't know what how smooth it is, and they haven't set a very good standard of what running at 60 means at, so far this generation. No, because last gen, when I said a game was 60 frames oh. per second, it was 60 frames per second. Yeah. This gen, 60 frames per second means, hey, sometimes it runs at 60, sometimes it runs at 45. It can dip as low as 32, but, yeah. I mean, we, we just unlocked it. The 50s a lot of the time, I think. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it's just one of those headaches. It, it is. But talk about games that run at 60. Did y'all see that Halo 5 Guardians photo? It yeah, showed the box art. Uh, it's that's not, all we know. We know 60 frames per second. not running at anything, Dustin. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, they announced that the next Halo project is 60 frames, frames per second. So Halo is a 60 end. frames per second game. It's At times. All right. Well, good. we don't know if it's at times yet, but we got to find out next week Hopefully on the E3. Pro- no. <laughs> Hopefully but, it's a hey, locked frame rate. Yeah. But, you know, what they, what they showed with Guardians, first of all, it's an interesting title to pick. Um, there's a lot of implications there. Uh, new character. They, they are we going to nerd this out, Michael? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, why yes. not? Because <laughs> there, there are people that are talking about, okay, so is it a female character? And is all it, right, just to clarify, it? real quick, I, everybody stop talking. Michael, have you read all the books? I take it you have? Most that's of why. them. Okay, Jason, you've Dang. read a lot. Okay, and that's why, just to clarify, if you haven't read the books, I haven't read them either. Has anybody read. else... Eric, Eric yeah. read 20 minutes and they stopped. Oh, that's so true. Everybody poke Eric. That's what we do. I, this probably isn't going to be that much of a nerd rant, but yeah. it, I think Frank, Frank O'Connor himself said it's not a female, but it is right. a new character. And apparently it's a dude. So, but why does he look like a it? chick? It, because it's just the armor. It, it's, just the ar- it's just how the armor designs. How'd they give him chick armor then? It's it's not it's, it's really a, chick the, armor. It looks more the, like stealth armor. A lot of the <laughs> theories have been that it's a Spartan four, uh-huh. because it's not as ridiculously well muscled as the chief. Because the difference of Spartan twos to Spartan fours is Spartan twos were trained from pretty much from near birth to be super soldiers, and Spartan fours were um, regular Marines that volunteered to take Spartan two augmentations light. Basically, versus Spartan threes, which were sort of like boosted marine, which were sort of like boosted marines, like Spartan ones and Spartan threes are very similar. Versus where Spartan twos and Spartan fours are very similar. That's all right. So let me get this straight. Uh, and like a Spartan two, and this is from the Lord, like Jace has pretty much told me, is a guy like that when they were three years old, they six. went to this guy. Okay, six years old. <laughs> like they went to this person's house, kidnapped their child. Yes. Put a clone there that only had a Flash like half life of like two years or whatever and they would die off yes and then they would take these people's children and like instantly start like fucking putting steroids and like enhancing their bodies and that's why and it, it was more natural strength training until about 16 i think 16 or 18 but that's why when you see those people take off their mask in that one show they all look like they're 12 years old but they're like seven feet tall yeah, that's why they, in um in Fortnite's on the very end when you see yeah. Kelly and Fred take off their helmets, they look they look very young, but they're massively muscled. It's because they are Our goddamn super look, soldiers. Their first mission was about when they were fifteen. If you're talking, if you're Something talking about like in first strike, um, when they when they took out the uh, when they went to they went to the colony to take out the, the colony, yeah, um. um 
the re uh, the rebel base. God, I I'm gonna force all the nerds this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> they went and took out the rebel base, and then they went to the Death Star, and it was like. Oh. And there was like there was a Covenant cruiser, and that's where Sam died. Spoiler. Um, yeah. I like how you said the off. spoiler first and then threw the spoiler tag up. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a book that's been out for goddamn years, so you've even read it by now. And then yeah. there's a time where they evacuated all the air on a Covenant ship and then took it yeah. over and said, fuck yeah. y'all. Oh my gosh, that, that was <laughs> Yeah, um, First Strike and... Oh, what's the other one? Uh, the Cold Protocol. They're both very good Halo books that deal with the time between Halo 1 and Halo 2. Um, Alright, the other thing I saw online is people were pulling up, they saw, like, people have zoomed into this image a ton, and they saw, like, I think it was an Ani logo or something? An Oni, yeah. Oni. Yeah, an old game from Bungie. So, <laughs> the other thing... That's right, Fern. <laughs> ...is um, Office of Intelligence, it's the, it's sort of the division where, where the Master Chief... It's their CIA. From, basically. Um, so, what happens in... What happens in Spartan Ops, not Spartan Assault, but Spartan Ops, it was the Halo 4 cooperative mode, was Halsey goes rogue. She gets an arm chopped off, and she goes rogue to work with Covenant. Which is big, because Halsey is the, is the woman who created the Spartans, and a lot of the AI. And so the theory is that this, this other character is an Oni agent that has been sent to hunt down the Chief, as he goes look for Halsey, looking for Halsey in a way to possibly get Cortana back. That that's that's all fan theory. That is nothing that's that's official. That's come out well, from anybody. That's just fan theory. But the the art implies that it might be the same person though, because of the way it's a the way it's flipped, like a mirror image too. So uh, why would they do that? It could For dramatic effect. One is chasing the other. Yeah. Well, I mean, or, because you see, that... we've seen this before in other other games, like Fable. You know. Or that you somebody, the, or it's their shadow. The good character in the, the evil, person is yeah. haunting the person. Yeah, because you, yeah, that 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 makes more sense than what you just said about being a shadow. Then, Ani, it should be clear, Ani actually did have a Spartan too. I forgot his name that worked with them to train the Spartan fours, but he died getting them into the Dyson Sphere with the last of the. I think there might have been a two that survived into the Dyson Sphere, and a couple fours and threes. I don't think this is a Spartan. It could be a Spartan three, and it could be a Spartan four. Because that was Ghost of Onyx or something thing. like that, right? Yes, Ghost of Onyx. Yeah. And we never heard. By the way, Doctor Halsey was in that Dyson Sphere too, and we never heard anything. I I never read anything more about where she went after that. If anything happened after the Dyson Sphere. Well, I think I think in general it's regarded in Halo games that the the games are what's one hundred percent canon versus the books. Well, the books. Are, that book. Well, Halo Four after. took a big step of le allowing, like the books, kind of take the over. Blind War to have a big part of it when you talk yeah. about the 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 the, for, the forerunners and stuff. The forerunners were practically never mentioned in the Halo games up till Four. And it was all about the forerunners and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, Four did much more. As much as people don't like it, it did way more justice to uh, the books than any other version of Halo did. And, and anybody that ever says there is no lore to Halo, and there is no story to Halo, I I, I, I want to shove an energy sword up your ass, and then turn it on. <laughs> not cool, Damn, bro. Goddamn, Michael. You're never getting a job like There's this. There's story. <laughs> it's hard to follow when you're, like, playing, though. Well, it, it wouldn't really? be... Really? I never had an issue following Halo story. 
It wouldn't be I think too their approach with Cortana. Oh, you're not listening, you know. Uh, I think with Titanfall, you're completely right. But on Halo, Cortana always did a great job at like explaining what was going on, and I never felt lost in Halo. Not it's... lost, but I don't know. Every Halo game I've played besides the first one, maybe some of the second and third, this um, um, I would the... feel lost. But with yeah. the story, by the time it was done, the game. By the way, the last version of the armor Halsey made, Master Chief never wore it. Only one, only some of the Spartan twos wore it, and they worked for Ani. So it could also be a Spartan two wearing the very last version of the Spartan armor. So I don't take that with what you will, but that is true. That's part of the the main books. I don't know if Michael why remembers that. Why do you think that new character has like the blue light in the helmet? Just an Ani. That's just because it looks cool. That, yeah, it's uh -huh. because it looks cool. That's it. Okay. He <laughs> <laughs> looks so cool. Very proud of my uh, my legendary visors for Halo Four. Yeah. yeah my, my, I use a, I use a I use the commando helmet, which has which has just two eye spots, so it's just two golden eyes staring at you. It's pretty cool. Although it's too bad Master Chief never got the last armor because uh, that armor was actually built to survive herbal reentry. Chief <laughs> yeah. says, "Fuck it, I'll do it myself." Uh, yeah. So I guess we should probably mention that in its announcement, it was coming out 2015. I don't think we, I don't think we talked yes. about that. So no, yeah. Um, but they and also... the Steven Spielberg twelve, the Steven Spielberg uh, TV show is going to come out alongside it. Like it's, and I think they're still working on that deal with uh, Stars to show it off. With Xbox Live, who knows how that'll end up working I'm out? I'm willing at the to end. bet the TV show is going to be about that guy, the new guy. That would be a very good guess, and it would clear up a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then one other thing. So they said during E3 that there's going to be Halo in 2014. So where does this leave? Your journey begins. Halo Wars 2. <laughs> oh my God! You just made somebody cream their pants. But. <laughs> It ain't happening. Bro. According to leaks, it's not Halo Wars 2. It's going to be a collection of Halo games, and it's going to be Halo 1 through 4 on the Xbox One called the Master Chief Collection. Uh, but it's, it's going to be mainline Halos. It's not yeah. H, not ODST, not Wars. But Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4. Now, mm -hmm. 2's supposed to be... The rumor is 2's being remade. Because uh, 1 was already being... One already was remade, so hopefully we get that version. And three and four are just going to be ports. But that was NT Kernel. Uh, and Gadget's saying all remakes. Except for Reach and ODST. Well, three yeah. and four will require less work. Yeah. As far as like, the assets are concerned. But if Man, this if is... remade ODST, oh, God, that was a well, pretty game. I would hope for them to make what they have to call it, like a Halo Universe collection or something like that, that included ODST, Halo Wars, and uh, and Reach. And Reach, yeah. You know, and I they think could, it... oh, they could do that the year after Halo Five comes out. You know what I mean? It should be said that it's pretty nice that since three four three started making Halo games. Like, they haven't just gone willy-nilly and changing Master Chief's suit for no absolute reason between the games. <laughs> like, he would randomly have a different suit between the games, but it seems between 4 and 5 he has the exact same suit. 
which makes sense because they'd stopped developing new suits, so he wouldn't have any to go to. Um, because it, I, I was surprised no one brought up any comparisons between his suit and the, the picture for Halo, uh, Guardians and um, Halo Four. But as far as I can see, it looks exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, and and in the E three teaser last year, it looked damn near identical, just yeah. really, 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 really banged up. But if you look at a picture between all the other Halos, it's like, why is it so different? <laughs> but, um, I don't know if we have anything. I mean, there isn't much to talk about Halo yet. I mean, all we can talk about is what we might think where the series is going. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that Master Chief defected, which for after the events of Halo 4 isn't that surprising. After, you know, his clear disagreements with uh, the higher-ups. Yeah. Trying to rebuild Cortana seems to be some kind of... Huh? Yeah, he's he seems way more uh, interested in figuring out shit with Cortana than the human race. <laughs> Which I don't blame him, considering. Well, at the end of Halo 4, they took the armor off. So they have opened it up to like Master Chief and new brand new armor. I mean, yeah, they just, what is the does the picture show him in uh, Halo 4's armor or is it that looks, new it armor? Looks like it Halo looks 4's exactly iteration. Same. Yes. Okay. It's they don't really like I said they do have a, uh, a suit better than his suit, but he I don't like they stopped making those suits, and he's been what was he out for like fifty years or something like that? You talking about scene three and four? Yeah. That was five years. It was five years? Oh, okay. Yeah. I well, think. even then, he's yeah. been fighting for, since those suits were built, he's been fighting for, like, fucking years upon years, so I doubt. Like, So you're saying there's going to be a UI upgrade in Halo 5? It would be, like... They're going to explain it, it by upgrading his suit. I would have loved it if um, the UI in the older Halo games actually followed the books, because the books describe some pretty badass stuff for UI, but... Like, as far as um, signal calling and all kinds of shit. Like, the books opened it to be very... Like, you could have made a stealth Halo game with the books. It would have been really easily. And well, I guess they did with ODST. To be, honest, uh, uh, to be honest, the Halo games have always had a very organic stealth element that's never instructed. It's just there. Like, yeah. how, 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 um, how detecting you on radar works, right? I mean, if you're walking or if you're crouching and moving, you don't show up in radar. Right, so Halo has always had stealth. I mean, one hit kills from behind, for Pete's sake. You've always been able to play Halo as stealth. They just never go, oh, it's about stealth, but you can always do it. I mean, there are there are moments where it's just like, all right, fucking go for it, just kill dudes. But no, but most of Halo is either, like you said, stealth. But the majority of the time is, okay, I have two weapons in my inventory, and there's one sitting on the ground. There's two hunters up in the front. Which set of weapons should I bring? Like that's... Bring the Halo 1 pistol. One shot kills from behind. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that's right. But uh, it's always okay. been about the right weapon in the right scenario. And you're limited in the amount of weapons you can carry. Just hoping that's they what... bring back uh, Warthog jumping. That's all I want. Everybody wants that. Everybody's been bitching about that since the very first game. Never gonna <laughs> do it. Stop that. Um, okay, I guess we should move on to the next news. Well, the only other bit of news that I've heard, and I don't have it written down, I don't know if y'all could tell me more about it, but Bungie, I believe, is updating the original Halo on PC to continue working without uh, 
Game Spy. Oh, it's a Game Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is that are they really allowing it to continue to go, or are they just closing it down? They're just transferring the servers, right? Uh, I'm not I sure. Would guess they're gonna get it to where it can keep going. I mean, yeah, that's the point. There's enough demand. Anyway, I wonder I don't how know many people really, really many are people playing. playing still. Yeah, Halo One was so great though, and I think it's still the only game that ever hit PC. Halo Two. Halo Two did. Halo Two did. Okay. Vista. Yeah, it was on Vista. That's why it didn't do too well because it was on Windows Vista. Damn, I, I want. I actually, I can't wait to play Halo Two Anniversary when they release it. Come on, you know you are Microsoft. Just announce it. But it, soon. Yeah, soon. Especially if it if it really is one through four. I I am definitely marathoning those games. That's 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 a big that's a big seller if it's all four Halo games on one console. On one disc. No. <laughs> no, not on one disc. Jesus Why? Christ. Why not? Yeah, well. Uh, if it's on Blu-ray, then yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a Blu-ray disc. Welcome to next... Digital, so You're not really next-gen yet, Michael. It'll probably be less than uh, Call of Duty. Four Ghost games think so? Probably. You think Four 60 bucks? Level assets. Call of Duty Ghost is 50 gigabytes, so I can see... The four Halos being blown. Okay, that. if they also Call have, Duty if Ghost they have multiplayer maps from all four of the games as well, there's, there's no way it's going to be I don't be think we're going to see multiplayer lower. for all of them, though. I think you'll see Halo 2 multiplayer. I think yeah. you're going to see the Halo 1's multiplayer ripped out. Um, and I think Halo 1 Anniversary did have its multiplayer ripped out anyway. Yeah, um, it was just Halo Reach, but yeah. Halo Oneified. But... Hey, I mean, I can't wait. You can't. To play that. You can't put multiple multiplayers. It would be so fucking. Split the. You would fragment so it so hard. You just have to decide <laughs> on, that, or you just decide on one style and develop with it with all the other maps. It would yeah. be Halo 2's. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Halo Two or Halo Three, one or the other. People love Halo 2's multiplayer so much, like they, you're mm-hmm. forced to go with it just because. If you, let's say if they did go with Halo Three, you would not hear the end of people screaming. Why didn't you choose Halo 2? Be there though, right? Which one? Eh, probably not. I, I, I think uh, there's story focus on there though. Eh, I, I think they probably focus more on the chief stories and if they do multiplayer, one particular game style. Yeah. Bartnops felt way too forced as far as the story and everything. It, it felt very much like Titanfall story. <laughs> So you're like, saying it didn't feel like story? Yeah, exactly. It just <laughs> felt like you were running through a miss and trying. Wait a second, are you telling me they designed Titanfall's campaign mode of Spartan Ops? Pretty much. I mean, I mean, if there was anything else to describe Titanfall's story mode, it would be Spartan Ops. I hate to yeah, say it. That's true. Um, but I think that's going to do it for news this week unless anybody has anything stuff. else to add oh yeah there is minecraft minecraft on xbox one and ps4 they showed pictures it looks like the the uh distance that you can see is now doubled which is fucking epic finally they actually have you know fog now so the world just doesn't end like 20 feet in front of you like on the 360 ps3 versions <laughs> i know that sounds stupid but for anybody that's actually played minecraft on the last-gen consoles, it is very 
limited when it even comes to its basic graphics. Uh, but I, they said the, the world sizes, size. huh? Yeah, the world, world, yeah, the world size sizes are, but it's much bigger. No it's surprise. 36 times bigger than the well, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 counterparts. It's five times wider and five times longer. Yes, but the amount of blocks would be 36 times. Yeah. Which is fucking great. Because in all honesty, the 360 and PS3 map size aren't bad. They're actually really decent. And they're, you know, if you can't find a spot in something that is five times bigger on both sides, I think you're going to have, like, issues with any game. It's going to be big enough, I think. I think the biggest problem with doing Minecraft on... They really need to open up what they said they were going to let allow with modding and put it in for uh, the Minecraft. So we... Because a lot of a lot of Minecraft on PC is modded servers and shit. And I don't mean like, oh, you got unlimited resources. I mean like, oh, this is a mod RP where you can actually earn money killing monsters and buying shit and have a community and have towns and claim land and more so on and so forth it, it just adds more elements to the game it would be nice if they actually added the ability to add that kind of stuff to the xbox one version and ps4 version although yeah. it's strange like all this time they've had with minecraft like this is this is the most i hate to say it but it feels like the most like they don't watch their community they don't look at what the community is doing because it seems whenever they update this game They've they've never done anything that complies with the mods that have done the like the most popular mods have been out for years upon years for Minecraft on PC. Yet they never update it to add these mods officially, and it's really strange. I don't know. But I, I mean the game they, looks still not HD texture support on PC. I mean sick. That's not standard on PC yet. And how long has that game been out? Uh, it's just one of those things. It's just annoying. It's one of the reasons I can't go back to that game because every time they update it, ever like all the mods for the game break. Might as well call it early access. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Minecraft has felt like early access since it came out. Still a great game. It's Led just... the way. <laughs> no shit, huh? <laughs> it's the flag. It's the flag carrier, but it's still going. Many have fallen, but I'm still going. <laughs> well, I'm just hoping to hear something about server support on the Xbox One and PS4 versions of the game. I know they haven't announced anything, like really. All they've kind of said is, like, it's going to be like the console version, but better. But uh, hopefully that means they're going to add Azure servers or something to it. That'd be badass. Xbox Live Compute servers for, uh... For Minecraft. Yeah, it'd be yeah. great. And if PS4 didn't have that, that you couldn't have private servers like that. That would be a big well, difference. Mine, they actually just started selling servers space on PC through the Minecraft hub. So I could see them doing that on PlayStation, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to wait till we get more news about it. Soon! But I'm excited because you're going to be able to import your levels. You're going to have Huge worlds now, overall. If you and, need a world of giant guesses, you'll still have that world. Uh, I guess we should go ahead and talk about... <laughs> um, uh, 
what's coming out? Um, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Is anyone going to pick it up? I think I'm going to. Oops. My phone. I'm not really excited for it. I saw the trailer. I was like, uh, whatever. I don't, I don't know. It's 1080p, 60 frames per second. Yeah, I'm still not excited about it. But... Yeah, I don't care about that. That's cool, though. <laughs> Means it'll play nicely, you know? Is it a lock 60 frames per second, did they say? I don't know. They just said 1080p, 60 frames per second uh, for both uh, Xbox One and PS4. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll see more about the trailer. More at E3. I don't know. I'm not excited, super excited for the game myself, but I know a lot of people with the, like the Nazi guy they chose for the main villain or whatever. I'm going to wait till it's free on Games with Gold. I, I'll stick with your plan. For it. <laughs> like, I just, I don't care enough about it to, to want to pick I'll, it up. I'll check out the reviews, but I might actually pick it up. I'm not sure. I was thinking about it. I think it looks kind of cool, but. I picked up Watch Dogs before I picked up Wolfenstein. Well, Watch yeah, Dogs. Yeah, I would do that too. Well, I was thinking about picking up both, but. Yeah. I got so <laughs> many games to play. I just picked up Super Time Force, like, yesterday. Didn't get much time into it. Yeah. Alright, we're just drawing. We're just fucking. We're not even doing a podcast. Scrape it, we're calling it. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. No, we can talk about what we're playing now, I guess. Oh, no, no, I meant for news. Like, just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's not much else to talk about. You could all yell about Connect again. But I think it's time to move on to asking people to please write us at letters at xboxuncut.com and just tell us what you think, what's going on, why Eric should talk more on the podcast because he never does. Yeah, it doesn't have to be questions, it could just be anything. Tell me what you think about E3. Ice cream is great. I mean, come on. Say oh, I'd also <laughs> like to throw it out there. We did talk about Tim Dog last week, and he did pop in for a second this week, but he never talked. Uh, hopefully we'll have him soon. I know he had something going on today uh, that he was not able to make the podcast. Uh, Are we still getting Hip Hop Gamer next week? Hey, I emailed the man. We talked to him on Twitter. He said he's, it sounds doable, just email him and blah, 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 get it all set up. He honestly has not emailed me back, and I don't know. Hopefully we do. I'm going to start tweeting at him again, but like, hey, did you get my email? You know, this we're just too. a week away, and, you know, I'm just, you know, well, I'm kind of interested to talk to somebody that's been at E3 and what their experience is like and how they prep for it and exactly what he's looking forward to overall for E3, especially being on the show floor. What does he look forward to every year? Because I know he's gone more than once. But hopefully we can have him on next week. We might actually have Tim Dog on next week too, both Hip Hop Gamer and Tim Dog. Have a double special. It'd be great. But uh, we'll, we'll see how things turn hopefully out. Hopefully they like each other. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we can get things moving. Uh. But like I said, we didn't really have any letters this week, so please write us in. Let us know what you think E3 is going to be all about, what exclusives you expect to see, or uh, just 
kind of what you what you, what do you think of the connect news write us in about that i would love to hear y'all's opinions especially that listen to our podcast what do you think of the 399 xbox one and the approach microsoft is now taking at battling sony uh, so yeah i'll hear hopefully we can read some of your letters next week and we'll see what's going on now let's get right down to what you've been playing Burn, you played something that i've wanted to play Yes, and... I finished episode three of season two of The Walking Dead. I can't was... ask you anymore. Was it? You, yeah, I you really told can't me it was say great. anything. I say anything else, you know. It's a spoiler, so it's good. <laughs> it was shorter than the last episodes. It's an hour and a half instead of like the normal kind of two hours. So it's yeah. well, I think maybe was episode two. About an hour and a half as well. I believe I so. I think yeah, it's somewhere so around there. It seems like the episodes are a little shorter this season compared to last season. But they're a little more focused as far as the narrative is concerned. So, um, yeah, the, the story was really good in episode three, actually. I just, it feels like with each episode, they're removing exploration more and more. And it's starting to become more of a interactive graphic novel which you know was what the games always were you know in, in general but still it's yeah. heading more into that look into that uh territory Direction. now yeah yeah for sure but it's well done you know voice acting still good everything looks nice I mean, what you expect and the the last decision you get to make is really awesome <laughs> I don't want to say anything more than that. So uh, that's really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, besides that, I played a lot of um, a PS Vita game called Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. Um, the remake of an old of a PSP game that was pretty popular in Japan but never got released in the states. Um, the remake actually includes the first and second games, but for the U.S. localization, they're releasing them separately. Um, but it was on sale on PS Plus, and I really wanted to try it. It's a really cool game. Um, I don't know if anyone knows much about it. Like The basic premise is that uh, there's these 15 kids that get accepted into a, a high school, and everyone who graduates from this particular high school is incredibly successful in life afterward. So the main character, though, he doesn't have anything special about him. Like all the other characters, you know, they're either like an idol or, you know, a really great baseball player or popular in fashion. You know, they all have something special about them that makes them better than someone else. But uh, the main character got chosen randomly, you know, so he was all excited about getting noted to this school and kind of worried at the same time well anyway he he gets past he gets like knocked out once he gets to the school and when he when he comes to he's there with the other 14 kids and they're wondering what the hell's going on and come to find out that this this particular school is like a a trap you know they all get boarded up inside of it there's no way they can escape and they all have their own separate other all their own dorm rooms and there's a catch to uh getting out of the school. The only way to get out is to kill someone. <laughs> and there's this like crazy little bear 
uh, who's running the show, um, who really who really uh, gets off on watching these kids suffer. And uh, but the other thing is, like, if they kill someone, they also can't be caught by anyone else. Like, there's a trial that happens, and if everyone else in the group um, decides that you know the killer is this person and they're right. Well, then that then the killer is punished, and punishment in this game is flat out execution. And uh, if they guess wrong, then everyone on the jury is killed. So all the students are killed. So like, any time you know a death happens, it's a mad scramble from all the other students to try to find out you know who the who the killer is. That way they don't all die. And the other option they have is to just not kill each other at all and just live in the in the school forever, you know. So it's a it's a really cool story. I'm enjoying yeah. it. And Sounds really fun. interesting. Yeah, it it's kind of a cross between say like a dating simulator and um, it, was it Ace Attorney? Well, I was gonna say L.A. Noir. <laughs> kind of. Not, not so much. I'd say more like Phoenix, I'd say more like Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, and and like a like like the persona like uh, the dating simulator elements of say like Persona Persona series. You know, like you build relationships with the other characters and stuff yeah. like that. And as you build these relationships, it it gives you things you can use during the the um investigation portions of the of the game when you go to the when you go to the courtroom and everything yeah but i've really enjoyed it so far i'm only about about 10 hours in but i hear it's like a 30 hour game so it's pretty big um really enjoying it so uh besides that i just decided i feel like playing mass effect 2 again so i pick that up again just i feel like it so um that's about it I got some decent gaming time in, at least. Cool. I wanted to play the DLC for Titanfall, but never got around to it yet. I don't know if any of you have played that yet. I have not, myself. Uh, Michael, what have you been playing all week? Borderlands 2. Sorry to start playing it again, playing the Psycho. Man, oof, that's a still a difficult game, but still very fun, and I'm enjoying it a lot, remembering why I why I loved it so much. So, happy about that. Anything else? Just Borderlands board, just 2? Uh, no, not really. Just lots of Borderlands 2. Okay. Uh, personally, I've been playing Civ again. I don't know why I picked it up the other night again <laughs> and put another like 20 hours in that fucking game. Uh, I have no life. I love Civ. Shit's great. Pashparanism is the religion that's going to spread across every single world that I ever fight or create. You should probably play uh, Xbox games, considering this is an Xbox podcast, huh? I know. I just haven't had a ton of time. <laughs> like, through all the news this week, it's like everybody has been online not playing games. And, yeah, just freaking just out going, about news. Oh, shit, oh, shit. I can't <laughs> believe this is happening. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I'm like, let's talk about this. That's all this week We don't been. play games. We talk about talk about video games <laughs> uh but i mean on the xbox side i did play what the hell did i play i played like a good like hour of dead rising again just going back through the campaign mode uh, uh -huh. and just blowing stuff up with the mega man gun because i can't like i do every week because it's so much fun fucking mega man gun man it's on point 
But other than that, that's all I've been playing. Like, I just, I don't know. I've been on, like, a kind of a gaming break almost. Like, hey, you need those time. sometimes. Because, let's be honest, E3 comes, I'm going to get so pumped up for games. And... Right, you got to detox before E3. Yeah. Like we, you know, you got to take a deep breath and put shit in order and then go, oh my god, I got like 80 games coming out in the next year. This is going to be fucking insane. Oh, this it's year good. is going to be nuts. All right. Eric, what have you been playing? Yep. In about 20 minutes of that, right? Thanks, Eric. I can check and see if you have PS4. been playing. Um, oh, Batman! Hearthstone. I need to stop playing it. Is it hey, addictive? Vernon, if you could check that for me, I'd appreciate that. I need to just stop playing this game. It's too addicting. I don't know why. Is that what you've been doing this entire podcast? No, but you sure. And I got yes, I'm sure. <laughs> but but it is. You know what you have been doing this entire podcast? Silence. That's right. Podcast. <laughs> But it is an addicting game, uh, Hearthstone. It's a card game. It's kind of like, um, kind of like Magic: The Gathering, but just is better. Is it integrated in way... with World of Warcraft, or? Well, it it it, it kind of is, I guess, in the sense of the different type. But of... you can craft stuff in here, you know. So it has that. No, type of I mean like this playing that game unlock things in World of Warcraft. I don't know. I don't. I think there's a mount, and that's about it. That's how EverQuest Two did it with their what Heroes of Norath or whatever it was. Heroes like, of New Earth. New Earth, but not Norath. <laughs> Heroes of so New Because Han is a MOBA. Yeah. It has nothing to do with EverQuest. <laughs> that's meant to. <laughs> no, it's Hero. It's Norath, right? What's the... is that the name of the the land in EverQuest? I don't know. I've never played EverQuest. Ah, whatever. The card game for EverQuest 2, though, like, you could play it within the game, and you could unlock certain cards that would... Well, you can get certain cards that would unlock, like, new furniture or new mounts and well, all Well, yeah, like, like this game, though, which is interesting, you could grind, like, Warcraft. It's like a free-to-play game, but you can earn all the cards. Now, I think it was... Was it Kotaku, or was it um, Enget? I forgot who did it, but they were trying to figure out, can you really grind your way through like um hearthstone and they realized like some guy bought like 350 cards he bought or packs like 350 packs which is ridiculous i don't know why the hell he would buy 350 packs and the other guy was like testing um how he can how many packs he can earn a day you know he, you can all earn like a day maybe two packs tops i mean that's if you're winning but then as time goes on, it gets harder, you know, and you, you start seeing other people with um, better cards than you, you know. Like but most yeah, free-to-play games, eventually, you, gotta you buy. have to you spend gotta, money. You gotta spend some money. You eventually. Gotta... No matter how hard you try, you love to spend money in all free-to-play games. Yeah, it's... Some, something gets you, and you will spend money, or you stop playing the game. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah. But I gotta admit, though, I gotta admit, um, in the game, though, I, I do have a lot of stuff, though, and... I have been I've been beating a lot of people, even on the rink. I was surprised. And they have some pretty good stuff, and I just pull a comeback, and I'm like, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been playing, Hearthstone. It's a game similar to Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, it's like that. 
All right. Yeah, I was done. Yes. <laughs> okay, Jason. I know I've seen one game particular on your computer monitor a lot. Ah, figured uh, it out. Champions of Norath. What there game? There we go. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is it's like there's a space-looking thing in the background, and you're like uh, building space space DF9. It's it's space space DF9. There isn't much talk about it. It's an early access game. Play a lot of early access games. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I'm really into like building and constructing and shit like that kind of games, and a lot of those are early access. Maybe you should be the quick look guru. Yeah, no shit, huh? Wow. <laughs> I do a little more than spend 20 minutes on my games, though. So. Yeah. I think I could yeah, do it. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> look, I played Farming Simulator for like 98 hours. That's not quick looking. That's. That's way Assessing. too long of looking. That's wasting your goddamn time. What? Like everything else? What have I been playing this week? Reddit. There you go. I'm playing Reddit. <laughs> Man, I'm playing that right now. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, I've I've space base is basically you start a base, you get materials, you build a base, but then there isn't much to it after you get everything built. It's just trying to survive to build it. It can be kind of difficult at first, but once you figure it out, you got it figured out. It's definitely a game missing a lot of stuff. I don't think I would say it's worth buying just yet. I bought it just because it was on sale. Um, and, you know, sometimes these games can turn into something better. As you, like, I bought Rust too, but I haven't played Rust for a while. I'd like game to try kind that. Of annoyed me. It, it kind of, the game kind of annoyed me because it was kind of like, it, the game and like it, it seemed cool in a kind of oh you know this is Fallout but an MMO and you can you know build shit and make a base and have friends but it turned more into every single person in the servers an asshole trying to kill everyone. It felt yeah, like, like playing all GTA those games. Four. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it's what happens to all those games that eventually yeah, everybody, assholes come on. Everybody there. wants to kill each other, which is why I like which is why I like um what da 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 da. da. Uh, what's it called? Fortnite's doing where you have to work together or you all die. So yeah, that's that's, like that's the way to do it. That's how Rust should be made. Is as if you know, if all you if all you do is kill other people, you're dead. You know, like if if you can't rely on someone else to help you in that in a game, then you're fucked. So it would be nice to. I guess we'll find out. How long have we been waiting on Fortnite? By the way, like it forever. was announced in December of 2011. Hurry the fuck up, Fortnite. <laughs> and it's probably a year out from being yeah. in any sort of open format. I mean, there's supposed to be a closed alpha eventually, but I haven't gotten free to play, right? It. Yes, free to play. Well, do they have like one person at the studio making it or some shit? What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, I guess uh, I, there isn't much else I haven't been playing, so I guess we can end the show now. End the <laughs> oh. misery. I'm glad misery and the misery that is listening to silence of Eric. Eric, how would you end the show? There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Eric, for tuning in this week. Thanks, everybody else, for tuning in this week. Listening to the podcast, I, I, I look at Eric as a listener that has access to talk because. <laughs> 
he, he doesn't participate that much. <laughs> that sounds about right. You know, he's just like a live audience. Ain't that right, Eric? Uh, and we waited to start the show for you. That's the bad part, you know? I know. No. We wait, because I want Eric on the podcast. So write me. Let me know. Should we keep on waiting for Eric to start the podcast? Or should we get it up earlier and say, screw that dude? Batman sucks. That sounds pretty rough. <laughs> you come in here like a superstar, then you're all drunk. Don't even fucking talk. Alright, you can find our podcast on Stitcher, you can find it on uh, Xbox Video and iTunes. You visit our website at xboxuncut.com or contact us at letters at xboxuncut.com or at... Uh, didn't you make me 4GT guide at xboxuncut.com also? Like follow that. us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Vern? Twitter. Vern, at, it, I think it's, isn't your name Vern at xboxuncut.com? It or? is. Yeah. Oh, I have 47 followers. So I'm popular compared to you guys. Hey, man. Well, uh, up in the world. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Peace Goodbye. out. I guess I'm going to have to end it because no one else will. Well, I, I don't want to end it. I'd love to end we it. have a connection for our listeners. Yeah. Wait, connection, well, okay, right? the connection is lost. Sorry. <laughs> the <laughs> connection has been dropped. <laughs> it is right. no longer bundled. Azura yeah. is having limited issues with connections. Let's, <laughs> connections. Let's go. All right. Peace out, y'all. Later. Bye bye. Peace out, guys. Bye. Right here is where Eric said goodbye.